may the Lord's peace be with you all, dear heart-dwelling family. Well, uh, forgive me for being a little lax on the messages, but it's been a very up-and-down roller coaster day for two days. And having resolved the situation, which I spoke about earlier, of betrayal, now my heart is just riveted on crying out for mercy, and the enemy is pelting me constantly with ugly thoughts, with dark thoughts, and unforgiving thoughts. And I'm just constantly crying out for mercy for this person who has betrayed us and betrayed, really, the trust of all of you, in a sense. I've just been crying out for mercy. And that seems to help to keep me clean, because I know I've got seeds in there I need to repent of. I definitely got some bitterness and unforgiveness and anger and resentment and, oh, gosh, so many things. And I've tried to repent of them, but I really need to get deep with the Lord and sit down and let Him clean me out because I'm sure my heart is not in the greatest place. But the one good thing that happened to me when I woke up this morning and this whole thing came to mind, I just started crying out, mercy for Him, mercy, mercy. And I think that's the key word, mercy and thanksgiving, that I have something to offer the Lord for Donald Trump and for Putin. So I want to share with you a word from Lana Vosser. She is a wonderful prophetess. And it's interesting because I had mentioned to you that there were going to be two years of peace and of flourishing, and the Lord was going to reveal, and He spoke this directly to me, He's going to reveal his goodness to the whole world as they embrace honesty and straightforwardness in a way that it's never been in the world before. Kind of like, I guess you could call it the antidote to the New World Order. Instead of amalgamating all the nations and taking away their national identity and merging the money system and merging the religious system, there's diversity with the Lord. He allows nations to be who they are and the faith to be who it is to people and for them to choose freely. He doesn't force anything. And there's going to be two years of good that's going to be done in the world and our country is going to be an example of goodness. And this is because the Lord is directing President-elect Trump to restore righteousness to the systems of the world that have been so perverted in order to destroy the American economy and the American people. So I'm really looking forward to that. And Lana's word is very much in line with that. It's extremely long. I may cut out some parts here <laughs> that are redundant, but I encourage you to go to her site and uh, Lana Vosser, V-A-W-S-E-R, Go to her site and keep abreast of her prophecies. She's been very accurate all the way down the line. I've been listening to her for about 10 months now. She's amazing. She has a good heart and she's very clean. You know, she's just squeaky clean. You just have to really, really appreciate her. There's just something about her that is so clean and pure. So let me share with you what she had to say. She began as I sat with the Lord seeking His heart for 2017, I kept hearing the line from the Toy Story movie where Woody declares, Reach for the sky, 
followed closely by the words, It's time to arrive and fly. <laughs> I then began to hear the sighs of God's people all across the earth, and it was a sigh of relief. It was a sigh that shouted the word, Finally, loudly across the earth. I saw tears of relief flowing down the cheeks of God's people as they saw relief with their eyes. Their finally moment had arrived. And I believe this is a Mr. Trump taking office and making the right changes. It's going to turn the world upside down, literally. She continued, The Lord has been speaking breakthrough over and over again in this season. He's been speaking about divine surprises. He's been speaking about increase and upgrade and that it's the season that we are in. 2016 has been a year of intensity, of trial and pressure. You can say that again. <laughs> many have experienced fire like they've never known. Mm -hmm. I saw many carrying a heavy heart with the words written across it. 2016 just wasn't the year I thought it would be. Well, my aside for that is the Lord told us from the beginning it was going to be rough. So I was not expecting a cakewalk, that's for sure. You know, he really has prepared us beautifully. There are people still sitting on the rooftop waiting for the rapture. And they've got a treasure chest full of gifts. Uh, writing gifts, music, art, administrative gifts. They have wonderful gifts and they're just sitting on them because they expect the rapture to happen at any minute. And I know I got a lot of criticism for sharing with you what the Lord told me that uh, we had three years but I can really see the wisdom in that because what he's done is he's released us to create rather than be sitting there day after day and being disappointed because the rapture still hasn't happened. He's released us to create and we're busy about his work and he's anointing like never before. There are probably seven heart dwellers that I'm aware of that have set off on new ventures. Carol has written a wonderful book, A Garden Enclosed for Teens, and it's just awesome. You can find that, by the way, on the heartdwellers.org website on the homepage, and it's a free PDF download. Two other people have taken up music and started recording their songs and getting them out on the Internet. One lady who's an artist has begun to really do art seriously. I mean, there's, and there's so many that I don't know about. If you want to share your testimony, that would be great, because I'd love to put that up on our testimony page, which I'm trying to get up on our website. So there's such wisdom in what the Lord said, that we have three years. It released us to get off the rooftop, watching for the rapture, and get busy about souls and His business. I'm thrilled about that. But this year, coming year, according to Lana, is going to be a year of breakthrough, a season of breakthrough. And that fits very well with what I said, that the Lord was going to give us two years of prosperity and peace, the peace to create and the prosperity to advance. Not the kind of prosperity where you'll have money to buy all the frills, but the kind of prosperity where you can invest in God's kingdom and you can see people coming to the Lord. Lana continues, This is the season of awakening, a greater manifestation of freedom. 
increase and extension for the body of Christ. God is bringing relief in 2017. A lot of this intensity, a lot of this feeling of I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't hold on much more. It's going to lift and an ease and rest will be found in Jesus in 2017 where you will breathe easy again. That's not to say there won't be trials and struggles, she continues in 2017, but there will be another level of breakthrough in a place of resting in the Lord found by the body of Christ as they lean in. God is bringing his people to the place of knowing what it is like to walk with him in the cool of the day. Genesis 3.8, that's beautiful. There's a great refreshing coming to know his breath, his presence, the invitation to a deeper place of intimacy, to know the wind of the Spirit, the winds of change, the winds of reviving, the winds of resurrection power, the winds of life as you commune and walk with Him. There's going to be greater accuracy of hearing God is developing in His people in 2017. And that will accelerate, she says. The Lord will be speaking loud confirmations and also, he'll be speaking a whisper. Listen for the Holy Spirit wind, she says. And she continues to talk about 2016 being a pressure point. Many felt like it was a continual pressing of a pressure point. Gosh, how many times have I said to you <laughs> in this last year, it's through the pressing of the grape that the wine is obtained. But I want to encourage you, she says, that in the pressure, in the stretching, in the fire, God has been molding you and preparing you, shaping you, bringing dross to the surface and healing you. Yes, you know, speaking about dross, that goes back to the whole teaching on seeds and what we've experienced through the revelation that was given to Dr. Sherry. These seeds are devastating to our walk. And they're so easy to get rid of by getting down on your knees and repenting and allowing Holy Spirit to bring up the deep reactions that sometimes we just don't acknowledge in ourselves. They're just a little bit too ugly. But bringing the dross to the surface, and that includes the demons, the seeds, and the slime that they create in our souls and in our bodies. And healing you, she continues. And that's what the Lord has been doing. He's been healing us and purifying us. Cleaning our hearts out, she said. Uh, pruning for promotion. Shining his light and reflection clearer than ever before. The pressure point has been continually pressed in 2016. But you are about to experience great relief in 2017. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness. She continues, this is the season of returning to the first love. The pressure and warfare the body of Christ has faced in this season has caused the people of God to run to him like never before. It has stripped anything we try to rely on besides Him. He has been deepening our intimacy with Him and maturing His people as we lean in with our yes to Him. 
where that yes is so important. That's exactly what the Lord has asked us. Will you come higher with me? Will you come higher? And if you say yes, understand it does have a price. Really, what does that mean exactly? Well, it means there'll be more opportunities to forgive. Remember, we're going to resemble Christ when this is over with the crown of thorns. There'll be more opportunities to forgive when people speak badly of us, when they attack our character, when they steal from us, when they slight us, when we're ignored, when we have to do it by ourselves, when we're left behind and others are promoted. Yes, these are all very painful. When our work is not recognized, and when people don't appreciate us or thank us, we're going to resemble the Lord more and more. But he's calling us up higher so that we won't get bogged down in any of the human emotions that go with all those situations. He wants to lift us up and out of those human emotions and keep us in a place of praise and thanksgiving and charity and forgiveness when our best efforts are misunderstood and we're accused falsely. That's what I'm discovering it means to go higher with him. But even in all this, he doesn't leave us without consolation, without peace, and without his tender arms around us. But the challenge for us is to stay in a posture of thanksgiving for these opportunities to grow, to give him a bit of our suffering for others, and to exercise the great work of mercy and charity to our brother when we forgive. And for those of us who have said yes to him, wow, are we experiencing it? <laughs> oh my goodness. Lana Vosser's prophecies for 2017 continue. Ephesians 3.20 has been swirling around in the Spirit for me a lot lately. The Lord has been highlighting it over and over again that we are in the season of the manifestation of Ephesians 3.20 in ways we've never seen. And this is what it has to say. God will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Amen. That's the Passion Translation. What has held you down in 2016, she continues, God is breaking off, and you're going to know what it is to fly on the winds of the Spirit, in the ease, insight, revelation, and peace. Boy, do I need that with my music. I really need that. And all of this, all of this other tragedy that I've been dealing with has taken me away from that. I'm looking forward to the moment when this is all over with in my heart and I'm not distracted by it. The enemy and his demonic forces have worked hard in 2016 to steal the peace of God's people. But God has been training his people on how to hold their peace in him despite the storms. Amen. Your sowing into keeping your peace will produce for you a great harvest of peace and joy in 2017. 
It's interesting to me that she uses the word sowing in this description because we've been talking about seeds and what's being sown into our hearts when we react in the flesh. So sowing peace into our hearts, very interesting way of putting that. Lana continues, I heard the words, there will be storms in 2017, but they won't have claws because the joy and peace that I'm releasing, such a deep solidity and expectancy in my people of what I am doing in 2017. The storms may roar, but my roar is the Lion of Judah, bringing recompense and birthing of new life and revelation of who I am. My people will live above the storms like never before. 2017 is going to be a divine surprise. Whether you have faith for great things or whether you're feeling hopeless and finding it hard to believe again, the Lord is going to surprise you in 2017. The Lord has been speaking about surprises all year. Some things that you haven't even expected are going to be brought to you on a silver platter. Favor is going to knock on your door with divine surprises. Ah, this is amazing. He's going to suddenly energize you again. The resurrection power is going to manifest in your life in more ways than it ever has in 2016. What the enemy thought he had victory over, what the enemy thought he got away with stealing in 2016, the Lord is going to release back to you in 2017. Hallelujah. Ground is going to be taken back. He's going to resurrect all the dead and dry places within your heart and soul as you see him. And he's going to give you the capacity to dream again. There will be such deep healing manifestations in 2017. You will have strength back in the natural exploding from his miraculous power energizing you. And here I just want to take a moment and mention to you that Ezekiel has been uh, very, very, very diligent in getting rid of seeds, uh, constantly getting rid of seeds, and his health has been wonderful. Even through this last trial that we went through, which was extremely painful to him, he still was able to stay above and keep his peace, writing new songs, singing. I mean, he's just been a new man. It's been so beautiful. And he had been resisting the whole teaching about the seeds a little bit. He really didn't think that they were that important. But boy, did he get a revelation on how important they are because ever since he's been really careful to take every thought captive to the Lord and to come back repenting, really deeply repenting for thoughts that he's had, for reactions that he's had. Ever since he's been doing that, his health has been amazing. And the minute he gets into judgment or any other thing, bang, he gets sick, he gets uh, nauseated or has cramping and, you know, things get, go back down again. So it's amazing, really, to see how keeping our hearts clean from judgment and from bitterness is absolutely essential for good health and for energy. We waste so much on bitterness and unforgiveness. It's, it's just terrible. 
But once we learn to master that bitterness uh, that the enemy is constantly tempting us with, then healing can take place because there's no place for the muck to land inside of us. It's clean. And we're praising God. We're thanking Him. We're not complaining. And we're repenting for, uh, for our shortcomings. I can see how what he's saying here is beginning to manifest. He's going to give strength back in the natural exploding from his miraculous power energizing you. And that's what's been happening with Ezekiel. And with me too, to some degree. And I just want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to the three interviews uh, with Dr. Sherry and the things that the Lord has been teaching her, I want to encourage you to listen to those because they're absolutely of vital importance in spiritual warfare. And in a nutshell, what she's been teaching us is that when we react in the flesh to anything, we end up getting a seed of bitterness. It goes into our heart and it begins to grow. And as it grows, the demons flock around it and slime the inside of our hearts spiritually, which has an effect on the rest of our body because our blood is pushed through the heart, is pumped through the heart to the rest of the body. So the whole body, physically and spiritually, is infected with this. And the antidote that the Lord has given her is to get down on your knees and repent for reacting that way and ask the Lord to heal you and to clean the slime out and to take the demons out. And if you don't deal with these seeds and you don't forgive, you end up with the demons building a stronghold that affects your entire life and all your relationships and especially your relationship with the Lord. So this is not something we can afford to ignore. I believe Dr. Sherry has been given these revelations for such a time as this because of the increase of evil opposition to Christians. And if you doubt what I'm saying, just listen to Rick Joyner talk about these demons because the Lord gave him dreams and visions about these demons and how they defecate and do ugly things on Christians uh, in order to cause them to fall into sin and to be bitter. Tomorrow I'm going to share with you the rest of this prophecy. The Lord bless you all, heart dwellers. Thank you so much for listening in and being so good to us. We love you. <laughs>